Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 244, and welcome back to my front porch. A uh, little chilly tonight, but Patty got me for Christmas. I talked about this, but she got me this propane like fireplace outside. It's awesome. And it's been 37 degrees outside and I've been sitting like out, you know, getting all bundled up in this thing. It's awesome. I have just absolutely loved sitting out here. I look like a crazy person. I'm like all bundled up. Now, those of you who live in the Midwest, I've said this before, but I I mean, I know the idea of me saying 37 degrees and I'm like all bundled up and I'm dying because it's so cold is obnoxious. And it is. I totally get it. I understand I'm a wuss. It's fine. Uh, but I, I, at least in Phoenix, I look like a crazy person on my front porch. But I got this fire shooting up. I got my dog that's just like sitting in between my legs. It's 530 in the morning and I'm just so happy. I'm one, I'm happy to be alive. Uh, but I'm just like truly happy by the environment that I find myself in this fire I've got this dog I got this awesome blanket in my and you know just this it's so silly but the, like this patio furniture that Patty got me all these years ago when you when I you know the front porch was a place that I just really discovered was a place I was meeting God and, and working through a lot of different things she got me like these nice chairs and I just so happy <laughs> it makes me so happy so uh anyway uh, i say this often and i think it's really important but uh, find yourself a place you know like a sanctuary I th- it's one of those you know one of those really interesting things about the last four years of my life i realized i needed a place like a safe place a place that felt it is mine and it was consistent and it was a place of anticipation so for me When I come out here in the morning, that is a place of anticipation. I am anticipating that I'm going to hear from God, that he and I are going to just spend some time together and quiet. And then I'm spending time in creation, which I love. And uh, and then the other really cool thing about being a front porch person is I get to meet people all the time. We we where we are here in Phoenix, we're on a corner, uh, kind of on a corner lot. So you know, if you can imagine, the, it's like a T. So there's a street, and then our street, it's like makes a T. We're right on the corner there. And I love it. People walk by every morning, and I see some of the same people over and over. Now that it's gotten colder, less and less people are kind of running by or walking by. But it's kind of cool to have conversations with people, and it feels neighborly. It feels, like, welcoming. And so I just absolutely love that. I love the dynamics of that. I love just the environment of that. I love being outside. And this place, for me, is very special. I would say it's one of the most special places on the planet for me. Uh, that, the ocean, um, just very, very special. And so find that place, you know, I feel like as you're rolling into this new year and so many people are asking these questions about who am I? What am I, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Like find that sacred place and develop a rhythm, you know, the historical way of talking about it is create an order. An order is just a way in which you order your life create an order and stick with it and uh i really believe i mean i am blown away by the things by by the things i've learned but the way i've changed and it was making simple adjustments in my life and just slowing down now i don't have it all figured out i still got 
massive problems with impatience. I got massive, you know, I'm still working through problems of pride and, and things like that. I still work through all that. And, but that's the, out here is where I'm kind of working through a lot of that. And then trying to carry whatever I experience here uh, throughout the rest of the day. And that's a big deal. So find your sacred spot. It's going to be really, really important. I feel like I have uh, like three or four messages that I just keep putting in the rotation. I don't mean to. It's just top of mind. It pops on here. Um, and usually I'm, I don't have prepared that first little section. It's just kind of whatever comes out. And that I just think that's one of those ones that continues to remind me how important it is. So thanks for those of you who listen, those of you who support the podcast, really appreciate it, uh, especially as we go into a new year, kind of relaunching and moving forward. Just really appreciate it. And those of you who got the devotional, way to go. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, the passage. I'm in Ecclesiastes and just been thinking about a lot about Ecclesiastes. So Ecclesiastes 7.4 says this, A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only about having a good time. A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only of having a good time. There was this uh, man, his name was uh, Channing Johnson, and I got to know him. And he was one of these, uh, he was an older man. He had uh, brain cancer and he had, had a bunch of different problems. Um, and I remember he was coming to the end of his life, and I just asked him if he thought about death. And, and he goes, I have. I thought a lot about it, and I just want to do that well. Um, and he was one of these people, a bright light in my life, to, and I believe I've talked about him in other podcasts, but he, for me, helped reframe death in a way. He wasn't scared. He was aware. He was awakened to it. He wasn't scared, and he wanted to do it really, really well. And, you know, I, as a pastor, I've experienced a lot of death, uh, seen a lot of death this week, uh, just to some dear friends, and, and um, their son passed away. And got to be there with them in the room. And and it's so, you know, it's got me thinking a lot about it. You know, I went on my walk this week just trying to ponder through, like, what what's that all about? And, you know, kind of wrestling through that idea and kind of feeling like, ah, you know, most of us aren't like, I don't want to think about this. But yet you have this passage in Ecclesiastes that's going, no, no, no. Let's do this. Let's think through this. It's really important. If you remember in the last podcast, we talked about <clears throat> he has this constant theme of like everything is meaningless, right? And he's doing that as a comparative. Everything is meaningless in comparison to knowing God, fully knowing God, right? And, and he's trying to help us understand what is life all about? What's really important? You know, this book is so important to me, but it's just, it's giving us good advice for life. But what's interesting about this book is it feels contrary to what feels normal. So for me, I find that incredibly important. You know, it feels like everyone, it's easy to say the thing that's pretty obvious, right? Like people say, Jesus loves you. That's very obvious. It's really, really important. But to dig in deeper is oftentimes kind of heavy, right? Because man, what does that mean? What did it cost him? What is sin? Like opening up that door. So this is what Solomon's doing. He's kind of opening that door and helping us re framed some things. And so he's going like this. I have a piece of advice for you. Think about death. This is his advice. 
that he's giving in Ecclesiastes 7. And if you know anything about Ecclesiastes 7, it's one of my favorite books uh, in the Bible. Uh, but Ecclesiastes 7, his advice is think about death. And, and we would respond to that if you're a normal human being, right? Uh, you would say, you know, that's the worst advice I've ever heard. That's ridiculous. I don't, who wants to think about death, right? <clears throat> I just want to think about the good things in life. Like I want to think about living life and living life to the full. And we talk about that. Hey, Jesus came to bring you life and life to the full, right? But I just want to think about all the good stuff. I don't think I want to be hard stuff, but I don't want to think about bad stuff, right? I don't want to think about death, how depressing, how overwhelming. I don't want to think about that. And then Solomon says this, well, you're a fool. You're a fool if that's all you think about. If you only think about the good, if you only think about the great, right? If you only think about the good times, like then, then that's foolish thinking. But here's the thing that your culture, my culture, is trying to inebriate us with. Only think about the good. And if it's good, it's good. Don't think about the bad. Right? In fact, they're spending millions and millions of dollars to convince you that you can make your life better by just having this product or wearing this skincare or taking this diet pill over and over. You know, everyone's searching for this pool of life. You know, that, that we will look beautiful and last forever. Like, we want that. And Solomon's like, this is ridiculous. We're inebriating ourselves with the wrong message. So here's what I'd like to do. I would like to unpack death. And you're like, oh, man, I know that's what you were hoping for, right? I know you were hoping today as you tuned into this particular podcast. Man, I hope... He talks about death. But here's what I'll tell you. It's all around us. And a lot of people are going through a lot of hard stuff today. I got to be honest, like walking down that hospital corridor and the COVID ward, it was heavy. It was, it's all around us. And it's important. It's drawing us into something. It's awakening to us to something. So many of us are rejecting that reality that we're not being awakened to what the Lord is trying to teach you and, and teach me and what he's trying to awaken us to. And so let's do that. Like Jesus says this. This is interesting. If Jesus says, if you love your life, you will lose it. And what he's going like, do you love your life more than Jesus? Are we so obsessed with just having a happy life, living a comfortable, cozy life, that we would want that more than Jesus? I would say, for most people, yeah. Now, of course, we would never say that, but it, the reality is that how we live is indicative of that. And Jesus is awakening us to this problem. Listen, if you love your life, you're you're going to lose it. You're missing out on a greater reality that's going on. Jesus says in John 15, 13, greater love. This is so amazing. Greater love has no one than this, than he who will lay down his life for his friends. That's, that's about dying. It's, it's not about you focused, me focused. It's about others focused. It's about Jesus focused, right? Jesus dies so that we will have life and life to the full. He 
gave up himself. He wasn't afraid of death. Did he want to die? Nobody wants to die. Jesus is in the garden and going, take this away from me. And it wasn't just about death. It was about separation from God. But in his humanity, nobody is like excited to die. And that's not what Solomon is trying us to do. He's going, look, you're spending so much time trying to run away from a reality that can really start shaping a part of your life. We only want the good. And yet, Jesus is saying, you got to give up something. I gave up my life. You've got to give up something. Paul, he goes, listen, I am crucified with Christ. I don't live. Christ lives in me. I want his life, his way of thinking, his way of living. This is what we're being invited into. So thinking about death is not this morbid reality. Now, it is coming to every one of us, each and every one of us. It is as important as life. And yet we neglect it. We neglect to think about it. We neglect to, to place that in God's hands, to trust him with that. No, no, no. We're trying to obsess. And here's what I am watching all around every single day is people obsessing about how to run away. When the Lord is going like this, listen, I am the giver and the taker of life. He holds both realities in his hands and we will bless him when he gives us more and more life and we curse him when it's taken away and can't you see that this is a problem it's a huge problem for our hearts and for our souls and so the idea of slowing down and not obsessing about death not as this morbid reality but as a way of life a way of living you know, there's something really interesting that happens when you think about it. It slows you down. It helps you to prioritize. And our culture is trying, again, to do everything it can to convince us not to think about that way. And it's blinding people. But what Jesus wants to do is he wants to set us free. Right? We don't need to fear death. We don't need to fear death. We don't. But, in, but when we actually start dealing with it, addressing it, we find life, greater life. You find a greater appreciation for what you've been given, the breath in your lungs, the purpose in what it is to wake up. But you have to hold both of those intention and live them out. Because those who respect death live life and life to the full. So the question is this, are you afraid of death and if so why just process through that are you so inebriated with just living life that you can't think about death what is it that you're so afraid of father god you are the giver and taker of life and so we place both of those realities in your hand for your glory and your honor teach us show us comfort us guide us lead us so Take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers.